This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 56 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, I'd like to welcome to the show Chaitos Latin Social right here in Cooper City, and we have Chris Stathis and Chef Josue. Did I get that right? Almost. Almost, almost, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'm good with almost. I'm good with almost. Like, guys, thanks so much for joining us today, and thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Why don't we get right into it? Tell us a little bit about Chaitos Latin Social. I know you guys just had your grand opening, and you're right here in Cooper City, so I'm really excited to hear all about your story. So, yeah, uh, we just uh, opened uh, uh, last week. We did our grand opening. Um, we actually started as a food truck. And uh, everybody liked our food, so you know we decided, you know what, why not, uh, why not try and try opening a restaurant? <laughs> so that's uh, that's where uh, where all the fun started. So how long before you opened the restaurant? How long were you guys running the food truck for? About a year. Okay, well, that was a, a fast progression. Must yeah. have been really popular. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then we we opened up right around when COVID hit, so. That, that kind of played into the factor too. Yeah, that definitely uh, uh, creates a little bit of a difficult situation. But the, so as far as the food truck, when you started going with that, were you in this area? Uh, where, where were you kind of located at? Where'd you go? Where'd you drive around to? What was your area? Uh, we went uh, from Delray all the way to uh, Miramar. Hmm. We would and, do a lot of local stuff, though. Like every Thursday night, we would be at the Pembroke Lake Small. Um, they had a, a um, like a market every Thursday night, and okay. uh, we would park a lot near uh, the Joe DiMaggio Hospital in Hollywood. Okay. So, yeah, we would we would pretty much the, the, the local area. So so prior to the food truck. Had you two always been in the in the restaurant industry, or how did you end up getting into uh, into that business? Well, that's an interesting story. Um, you share. <laughs> uh, well, I've had family that have owned restaurants. I'm I'm actually Italian and Greek from Chicago, so we're the typical stereotype. I have uncle and and my father had many restaurants over the years. Um, I love to cook, so it's something that's been near and dear to my heart. Um, chef Josue actually is a uh, Le Cordon Bleu trained chef. And really, this story kind of started in, I want to say like 2017, 2018. I'm actually a nurse. By day, I work for uh, Nova Southeastern University. And he uh, had just moved here from Puerto Rico. He was going to manage the Hard Rock Cafe in Puerto Rico. And that didn't pan out. And um, he needed a job. So his sister was one of my colleagues and she got him a job and i found out that he was a chef so like i said i'm kind of a big foodie so it was right around thanksgiving and uh, i went up to him i introduced myself and i said hey i heard you're a chef and so we started talking and i asked him about making live lobster i've never done it in my kitchen and um so i asked him how to go about you know in a in a safe and sanitary way of you know preparing the live lobster and then things just kind of evolved. We, we opened actually a, 
a food uh, cart at the Yellow Green Market in Hollywood, Florida. Over there, we did like some Chicago style food, like the hot dogs, uh, Chicago Italian beef sandwiches, which is like really popular now because of that TV show that's on FX called The Bear. That sandwich is kind of getting popular across the country. And it, things just kind of evolved. We were always kind of looking for that next step. And then um, when we landed on a food truck, we decided to go with more of a Latin concept because, you know, we're in South Florida and you need that that's right in his right in his ballpark of doing that food. Um, and then when we opened this place, we didn't really want to be like every other uh, Latin restaurant in the area. I've lived in this area since 1984, so I'm, I'm very familiar with all the restaurants. I, I didn't want to just be like a retread of everything that that was around here. So we that's why we kept it as Latin instead of branding it as Puerto Rican or Cuban or, or any of the other Latin cultures, because we have a little bit of everything. We wanted to be there for pretty much the whole Latin community. So it's been, what is that, five, six, eight, eight years almost, or that year, five yeah. years, five-year journey. So here we are. Yeah, right, right on. That's a, a very interesting story and a nice progression. Um, and I was actually, um, I can attest to uh, uh, your food. I was at the grand opening and I had a chance to sample some of your offerings and everything was certainly very delicious. So you guys are definitely doing something something right over there. Um, so talk, if you could, a little bit about, tell us about yourselves. What do you guys like to do for fun when you're not working? Maybe a little bit about your families. Uh, well, uh, me, when I'm not working, I like to be thinking about food. <laughs> what, what's the next thing I can bring in to, to Chaitos, uh, you know, to keep uh, our guests um, coming back, you know, something different. Uh, like, for example, I came up with the uh, espresso flan uh, recipe um, that people seem to enjoy. I have a Coca-Cola chocolate cake. That's mm. something I tried at my house. Uh, my wife loved it. And I was like, all right, let's put it in the menu. Um and when I'm not doing that, you know, I have a seven-year-old daughter. So, you know, it's daddy-daughter time. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I actually have three kids. I have a 12-year-old son who likes to come and, and work in the restaurant with me. And uh, I have twin girls that are nine. <clears throat> um, for fun, you know, we just like to, like to travel a lot um, as much as we can. Um, just heavily involved in my kid's life right now, you know, with school and and uh, my son takes guitar lessons. So, you know, I just, I guess, just the everyday grind is what, what my life looks like as of now. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, being in involved with the kids at this age is so important. I got a nine and 11 year old and man, time is flying by. Oh, it yeah. is no joke. So you really gotta, truly gotta appreciate and savor every moment of the journey. Looking back through your guys' lives, through your journey, and this may be different for each of you, and you know, you're welcome to share each of your own stories. Is there anything that comes to mind? Um, maybe a defining moment along the way, something that you struggled with, um, you know, that at the time felt like the end of the world, right? But now sitting here today, looking back at that experience, you could say that you're better off for having gone through it. Um, well, I mean, okay, so I had. I had opened up a restaurant with my father in 2001. It was in Hollywood. It was a Chicago style pizza place. And shortly after we opened, uh, 9-11 hits. Like, I think we opened in May and then 9-11 hit. And then right after that, my father was diagnosed with terminal cancer. 
I was 23 years old. I was in my first couple months of marriage. And, um, you know, we ended up having to close due to all those factors. So it was a lot of it was trial by fire. So I, I learned a lot uh, as far as the restaurant industry, you know, what not to do and what, you know, might work. So that was a very big life lesson for me and a, and a very big trial that I that I had to go through. Um, but, you know, I just kind of have the mentality of things happen every day. You got to just put your head down and grind. You know, you got to keep moving forward. I try not to let life overwhelm me because, you know, as long as you have breath and there's another day, you know, you can you can keep going on. You know, I'm, I'm very big in the sports. You know, Michael Jordan is always my hero growing up. So I'm very big on on you know, not admitting defeat, you know, giving it up, giving it my all. Right on, right on. Anything from you, my friend? Well, <clears throat> after the, um, the whole market thing, um, I ended up leaving uh, Nova Southeast University and I, I went to work for another restaurant and um, I realized how much I still had to learn. And, you know, I thank uh, the Lord above for, for, the market not panning out as, as we had hoped because had I not learned all those things in this venture here, we would not be doing what we are doing. Um, I'd be so lost in some other areas. So uh, sometimes um, what I take of it, sometimes when you, when you feel like you've been defeated, it's not actual a defeat. It's just a way to learn something, something new, something you didn't know. Um, so to me, it's, you know, learning every day, um, and just keep moving forward. Like he said, um, uh, one of the things that, uh, that Michael Jordan used to say was, why would I envision missing a shot? I haven't taken it yet. So I envision success. And uh, that's pretty much what we do here. We, we've been envisioning uh, the success here and, and hopefully many more to come. Yep. Well said, well said for, for sure. Thank you both for sharing. Tell us the one thing that you'd like for us to know about Chaito's Latin social? Well, I think at this point um, that we're here, um, we still have, get a lot of customers that come in that don't know we're here, that they don't know we're a restaurant. I guess we could kind of maybe own some of that by the name. I've had a few people think that we were just like a social club, but um, you know, just for the community to know that we're here, you know, this plaza we're in, is on uh, Sheridan and hiatus. And this part of the plaza, since the Winn-Dixie closed, it's been dead for many years. So just getting people to wrap their mind around that there's some life coming back to this plaza. Um, I would think that that would be the biggest takeaway that I would want, you know, and just for the community to come out and, you know, support a small business, you know, we're, we're ingrained in this community. Like I said, I've lived here since 1984. You know, so we're 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 a fabric of this community in one way or another. So just for people to know that we're here. Yeah, so so important to uh, su support small businesses within the community, and definitely we're going to do everything we can to get the word out about you guys. Uh, did you want to share something? No, I mean I, I'm with him. Um, I want people to know that this is a family establishment. Uh, like all the time, we get. The, the two parents that come over like, oh, you know, we thought this was something else. So we didn't bring our kids. And no, no, you know, his kids are here all the time. My daughter's here all the time. Um, one thing we want people to know is, you know, we want this to be a family establishment. We want this. When you come in, we want to, to we want you to feel at home. 
Yeah, we kind of we kind of made a, a an internal tagline here for our customers where they're not really customers. Everybody's familiar. Mm. Well said. Well said. Lastly, in closing, if you could both share with us um, where our listeners maybe could view your menu, maybe share your website, um, yeah, your contact information. I know you mentioned, um, you know, where, kind of where you're at, but if you share that again, exactly the address, that'd be helpful. Yeah. So you can check us out at chaitos.com. That's C-H-A-I-T-O-S.com. We also have Instagram and Facebook by the same name. Uh, and our address is 2571 North Hiatus Road. And on our website, you can order online. It has our menu. We have a catering menu on there. Um, we are on DoorDash. We're still working out the kinks with Uber Eats, but um, there's many, many different ways that you can get food and, and order from us, or you can just call the restaurant. All right, excellent. And of course, we'll link in the description below to all of your contact information. Guys, thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing your story. Uh, welcome to the community. We're uh, happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank oh, we're you. happy to be here. It's great to be here. Yeah, yeah. And um, to all our listeners, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to gntcoopercity.com. That's gntcoopercity.com. Or call 954 Two three one three one seven zero.